0: Welcome to another episode of middle of the row the podcast we are doing a flashback again this time to 2001's moulin rouge directed by baz lerman starring nicole Kidman and ewan mcgregor this film was picked by lauren and she's gonna lead us off with describing this movie in eight words or less cover
1: medleys for love and tb you know tuberculosis. <laughs> it rhymed.
2: I think I get points for that. Sure. <laughs> a vibrant, energetic love story until it isn't.
0: You just ripped off his letterbox review. Yep.
2: no, my letterbox review ripped off. My it was more than eight words. It
1: was like ten.
2: <laughs> I no, I swear to God, I wrote my eight words or less first. I was like, you know what? I could add a couple couple extra words get a
1: review going. How do you have 75 uh, followers with those
0: reviews? Could watch Ewan and Nicole all day. The movie's Moulin Rouge. This was, I want to say Baz Luhrmann's second film. I am correct. What was
1: the first one, Romeo uh, and Juliet?
0: Oh no, this is his third movie then. Um, he came out of Australia. He had a breakout hit with the film Strictly Ballroom, which is a movie about dancing. Then he followed it up and kind of got a blank check with his successful adaptation of William Shakespeare's William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet which was that is that pre or post Titanic? It's pre Titanic. Yeah, it has to um, be cuz he
1: looks younger in that.
0: <laughs> yeah. That we're speaking of Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh and then he made this film Moulin Rouge which is in insanely big and bright and crazy movie, but I'm going to let Lauren tell us why she picked it as her flashback
1: pick. Um it's been it's been a while uh, <laughs> since I've seen this movie, but I remember just loving so it so much when it first came out, because I've always been a big fan of um, musicals, and uh, just, I remember this movie, like, most people, when they think of Ewan McGregor, I feel like most people, at least most people I know, are always like, "Yeah, Star Wars, Obi-Wan Kenobi, I'm like, no, Moulin Rouge, but... Um, Excuse like, me, Christopher Robin. <laughs> oh, God. That came out way after <laughs> know, this. I know, I know. <laughs> but but um, no, it was like, I just loved it so much. I like I still very much enjoy it now, um, but definitely not as much as I used to. Like, I always had a problem with the first um, part of the film because it's so just chaotic and frenetic that it, it's just overwhelming and off-putting. And I can understand thematically or just location-wise, it makes sense for them to do that and what Baz Luhrmann's going for with his whole... Like wanting, he was inspired by um, Bollywood, is what I've read. I have not seen a lot of Bollywood or any Bollywood, so it's kind of. I wish Don would have been here for this one because he could have actually spoke to that. (laughs) But uh, like it, like just the first forty five minutes of this movie, I didn't remember it being that long. But the first forty five minutes are just a lot, and once it like settles into more of amazing, (laughs) could go toe to toe with any
0: forty five minutes in any movie ever.
1: no but like once we get past that and it's so like it sinks into more of the songs that i love and everything it's like that's when i just get very comfortable in this movie and enjoy it and you know any movie that wants to pull from orpheus and eurydice you know be my guest so I still enjoy it, not as much as I used to, but I, I still. The like fact
0: it. that you're lukewarm on the first forty five minutes of this movie is just insane. I don't to me.
1: understand how that's crazy to you. I've never liked the I, first. Well, I like, know half you've hour always been crazy.
0: Then apparently,
2: <laughs> Lauren, you want to no. want to hear something even crazier? Did you like that part and hate the rest? I mean, the first half hour or so is definitely my favorite part of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's so like it's it's such a bright and colorful, like happy. Cheery film, and then it just takes a sharp turn to like, what if it was super sad? I'm like, God,
0: it's, you, you should know it's gonna yeah. be sad or from the beginning. I know, see.
2: I know, and he I was, says in the first minute of the movie well, that she died. You know what? I was holding out hope that it's like her, uh, what is it, like Satine was her stage name, something like that. Like her stage, I was hoping, yeah, yeah, in- and it's like, oh, yeah, been, yeah, and it's like, it's like, and then I realized the first time you see her coughing, I'm like, Oh, she has tuberculosis. She's, she dead, dead. Okay. Yeah, uh, she dead, dead. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but, but what, but what, where did it slightly <laughs> turn for you, Ben?
2: After the first, or after the song, the elephant song, I want to say, I don't remember what it was called. I think it's called, where like, the are Where they're pitching the whole thing? Yeah, and it just, it, like, it. Oh, that. No, Wait, no, 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 like, the one where it's, like, it's just Kidman and McGregor. Like, on top of the elephant? Yeah, and it just, it doesn't work for me because it's really hard for me to buy that romance it's like he's saying a song and she's like swoon and then that's think? like it's a musical right. welcome to musicals. i know and Guys, like that's
1: my heart i want to put a big so i
2: want to put a <laughs> i want to put a big asterisk on this like musicals aren't my bag so i'm probably yeah. not the best person to ask about this like i just it's <laughs> i
0: so ben you were on board for 50 minutes of the movie by the way that's the 50 minute point that's how good wow. that first part yeah, of that movie is. Yeah, there's still like an mean,
1: hour just, twenty like, minutes. It just like flies yeah. by. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I will say as much as I'm just like the whole time. You know, whenever they pan to you and McGregor reacting to Nicole Kidman, he just has like the "what the hell is going on" <laughs> face. That's me for the majority of the first forty-five minutes. But that's what's so, so great. I could, like I definitely like his performance in that. And like any time a character is like that it's what keeps me like invested in those moments just because it's like well, oh, at least every or there's other people within this world that also feel the same way i do Well,
2: it's like but i love how like the song where they're trying to convince the duke was it the duke, yeah. mm-hmm. it the duke. Yeah. and they're like all like synchronized singing the song and dancing i'm like this okay i get it's a musical it still doesn't make any <laughs> fucking sense but i love yeah. it it's great it's like, is this what most people feel like when they watch musicals? Why am I
1: how <laughs> well, much, again like how from much, from much joy of understanding I missed is like the heightened stuff is very much like what he was pulling from Bollywood. Yeah, and it's and again, I I've I've never seen a Bollywood film, so I don't know if that's true or not, but heightened emotion is what he was going
0: for. I, yeah, re- I, w- I would definitely recommend you give it another shot down the line because I I too rewatching it. It had been a while. I had not had a, it's been a while. while a uh (laughs) i had not reviewed it or logged the movie on letterbox since so it's been almost eight or nine years now and i was worried so as i was watching the beginning movie i kept after like every little song sequence i would like check the movie and i'm like how long is this gonna run at this level of just like insane purity amazingness and it, it and i think it runs through the elephant love song it holds that because that's where it turns it down a notch like mm-hmm. but in and the movie. it
2: gets more like
0: yeah real, it definitely becomes more melodramatic in <laughs> just like, the real world <laughs> um but it's
2: like no, no 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 go back to go back to the joy and jubilation please
0: but i was i was worried when because I, I mean i've seen this movie plenty of times even if it had been a while and the uh, been a while. uh <laughs> the i was worried i was like oh am i gonna just have a huge come down after the beginning of this first the, the first what, which is almost the first half of the movie and is and i was like oh is this is, am i not gonna like the back half is this the part i remember and love so much because i was just like so giddy and, like, Ben, the love song, the love melody, when they do the wraparound, when they come in, they're singing together. I'm, I cried. I'm like, this is incredible. <laughs> um, the, uh, But to Lauren's point, it's so interesting. You basically, I mean, I'm Ben thought he liked less of the movie than he actually did because there's so much in the first half of the movie. Yeah. But it's funny that you two both are basically me merged together because <laughs> yeah. the, the back half even though it's completely different like you get like a virgin and the roxanne song and okay the the like a virgin
2: one i was not comfortable with that (laughs) skewed me out man that was like and i get that was kind of the point but like jesus i didn't need a whole song about it Mm
0: I mean, it's by it's Madonna, not the movie. And then and then, Come What May, and then the ending is just so sad and beautiful, and they're singing. Oh my gosh, it's so perfect, guys. <laughs> uh, five stars. <laughs> Let's get to ratings. Five stars.
1: I don't know where I am. I feel like for the first part of it, I was like, this is maybe three stars for me. I'll go with that. But then it's like, I just love the music so much that it would probably be
2: 3.5. Um, I'd give it a three.
0: You guys were supposed to both be two and a half stars and equaled to, to into Mega, Megazord into my five star review. Um, Next time, won't plan ahead. <laughs>
1: I like that you're like, no, you guys should not like this movie as much. I want less stars for this movie. Perfectly balanced, as all
2: things should be.
0: So that's general thoughts. No spoiler tag here. Um, I rearranged the categories a little bit, and hopefully we actually get to go through them this episode. Um, you gotta see this. I moved up to the front. Um, we discussed this a little bit, but Ben, in the first half, there's like 30 scenes. Which one was your favorite? (laughs)
2: Um, I think the first time, uh, McGregor goes into Moulin Rouge like that, Mm -hmm. that's great. Mm Mm-hmm
0: um like like through the first like the can-can dance and everything
2: i would say no i hate saying this because it's not (laughs) because like nicole kidman is really good in this but it's like i think peak is like from when he enters to when she shows up yeah i mean it's just that like you're and it's not like she brings it down it's just like you're exploring this really you know crazy area with all this shit going on and then it but it gets more and I guess again, it's like Warren would probably say the opposite because it gets more focused yeah. once the teen for, enters well, the for Well, like,
0: for like three minutes, and then it goes nuts. Yeah. Again.
2: <laughs> yeah, and then it, yeah, yeah.
0: Lauren, your favorite scene of the back half.
1: Uh, my favorite scene, like, I mean, it does take a little bit of a hit because there's attempted rape involved, but sure. I love the scene, like Roxanne it's scene so okay. much and just how it's cut together. Like, I know that, like, cutting-wise and stuff can be a little chaotic, but I think it's just done so well. Like, oh, thank God for Shuck a lot, man. I, d- like, I, I,
0: I think there's <sighs> no chaotic, like, the chaotic nature of the editing is purposeful yeah i can see some people saying it but i mean i I think i can see people saying it but they're wrong yeah um uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, that sequence is great like again i was just so happy to be blown away by Mm -hmm. all the big numbers in the back which it is it's crazy how much there isn't a big outside i guess the performance at the end it's pretty big and glitzy yeah i would have loved
1: more big dance scenes
0: um but it, mm-hmm. it but it does it doesn't need them like the in the movie no. just flies through even in the back I mean it's obviously slower than the first half but it still just is just firing on all cylinders doesn't it drags, waste a minute
2: drags quite a bit for me yeah
0: to be honest well uh, but that's what i'm saying though i feel like I I, I, I I can't imagine that not feeling draggy after seeing the first half especially if you've never yeah. seen it before yeah yeah
2: you know what i i kept thinking about um, the whole time, like up through that first half, I guess was it's um, like, man, I just want to rewatch the opening of La La Land. I still need to watch that because the oh, I would say the the opening. I don't know if it's the opening scene, but like the first big song.
0: Yeah, it's opening. Has scene. has
2: it has that same kind of energy?
0: Yeah, I, I don't know if I would say same same <laughs> amount of energy, but.
2: not not to that level. But yeah. it's going for yeah. that same kind of yeah. Bright,
0: it's a great opening number,
2: vibrant.
0: It Ka- pulls, and it, it is chaotic
2: in. in a sense. It's more it's more focused, but it still has a, like a craziness to it. If
0: I had to pick a scene, I think I would probably go with the the poetry reading. Um <laughs> for like multi- <laughs> I hate it so much. Oh my God, yeah, that's smart. So my... All the double entendres, like Nicole Kidman is just on another level and I love it just embarrasses it.
1: me watching her. Yeah. Like it's perfect for the scene, <laughs> yes, but like yeah. I'm just so uncomfortable in it. <laughs> like, well, yeah. I mean,
0: they not to get ahead of the game, but like and it's hard to make a meme out of it or, or a gif out of it because it's so fast, but there's one look that the look McGregor gives her right before he busts in the song
1: mm-hmm. is
0: like what
1: Oh, like I said, his looks (laughs) and scenes like that is what kept me in this movie. Oh my gosh,
0: guys, I just got chills that scene when he (laughs) looks at her and then he belts out that song and the all the city lights slide up. Oh god, guys, come on. (laughs) Um, yeah, I'm going with that sequence, basically from the seduction to the to that moment I just where he sings the song or starts singing the song. That sequence where with all the 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 noises and amy kept saying like where are all these noises coming from Nicole Kidman <laughs>
1: oh god those noises man <laughs> like i just put myself this is i could never be an actress so it's very different for people who are in that profession but it's like just imagining myself having to do that like, like I'm, just day, so I'm just so embarrassed i'm just bright red from day. head to toe thinking about having to do it
0: <laughs> and, the, and i wonder how many days it took them to film all of that that whole sequence basically, like from that yeah through the rehearsal scene because it's just so manic and crazy, and uh, yeah, I'm pulling out a scene. But like I on my to take from my letterbox review, and I mentioned earlier, I, I mean I put the first fifty three minutes of this movie up against anything I've ever seen.
2: Exactly, exactly. You got fifty three.
0: Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is, and that's basically like I said through the uh, the end of the the love melody. Uh, the heroes song, the heroes cover, which I would never thought that song would feel so like romantic and beautiful and bonding, and it does. Okay, uh, anybody, you want to shout out any other big scenes, favorite scenes?
2: I just love that they went super cheap with having like Gizmo play a dwarf where he's just on <laughs> oh his knees gosh. the whole time. It's like that, such a great, that's like, rough. It's, <laughs> when he comes into the scene for the
1: first time, I, I had completely like, forgotten about like, that. Oh. So I was like, oh, okay, this is just for the play within the movie, hopefully. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, he's doing that the entire movie. And he has like a like a speech impediment too. It's just like, oh, what are you doing?
0: <laughs> um, did you spot David Wenham? Who? Uh, Faramir from The Lord of the Rings. Oh. He's in the first minutes of this movie and he has multiple lines did you realize who he was playing he was Audrey the original uh <laughs> writer for the movie about,
1: so I did not spot it I really need to watch <laughs> oh, this movie that's again. crazy
0: yeah I have no idea what the story is behind that uh he would go on to be he's in uh he's the bad guy in Australia which was um
1: oh I thought you just meant as the continent they hate <laughs> <guy>. him there <laughs> <laughs>
0: But that's a movie I'd like to rewatch. That was also I need to rewatch it. Too. Lerman had a blank check of just he could do whatever the f he wants, and that movie looks and feels like it. But it it feels like not that this fi- movie feels reined in, but like he couldn't he couldn't <laughs> he couldn't, <he> couldn't <laughs> find he couldn't strike lightning twice uh, in the same spot. Um, not that i, I
1: think i re- I remember liking australia more than most people did I I think. I
0: I think i agree with you let's see what my uh letterbox score says <laughs> but um i was at three and a half on it i mean it's definitely not trying to be this or as entertain. it's a much more serious film mm-hmm. uh, but it's also epic and i remember not liking the somewhere over the rainbow bit um but uh i also love lerman's gatsby i mean I thought that was really good. I still only watched that too. And has I one of the best... I remember liking
1: Romeo and Juliet.
0: Hit that Romeo and Juliet's also good? But he hasn't made a movie in almost 10 years. He has oh. an Elvis uh, movie... Uh, coming out this year honestly. yeah
2: so i didn't know what a jukebox musical was oh, okay until this and i was like oh wait are they reusing songs from yeah. other things <laughs> that's a thing oh yeah i want to know how many people
1: watch this movie like yo- probably younger yeah. people but how many people watch this and think it or- originated all these songs <laughs> ben i like, feel like what, come What love- may <laughs> is the only original song for this movie I, I sure i yeah. sure
2: hope nobody's like man whoever wrote this like a virgin song for this movie has got some, some issues
1: but what even come what may wasn't it i think i read that it was originally written for romeo and juliet so that's mm. why it couldn't be nominated for best um oh my gosh original oh, song at the oscars it, it wasn't that in there. sucks yeah
0: yeah i uh i'm a fan i'm always gonna give his stuff a shot i watched the first mm-hmm. half of the Netflix series. He had one of the first Netflix series, The Low. Was it The Lowdown? Is like about the rap scene in the Bronx, and the. It was interesting. It wasn't good. A worker of mine
2: said that was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I
0: didn't mind watching it, but I don't think I ever finished it. I think they released it in like two parts, which is like the sign that Netflix Netflix has finished it. (laughs) Netflix, yeah, Netflix. When they do that, I feel like it's like the Selena series also feels like this. When they split something in two parts, it's definitely them like being like. Uh, This isn't good. How can we cobble this into something that's digestible in a a bingeable way? Yeah. Um, Okay. Baz Luhrmann, go see his movies. I like all of them except. Oh no! I guess I like all of his movies. That show was weird. Um, He was always rumored to be making. So Stanley Kubrick has an like he has this giant script and like thousands of pages of notes on a napoleon biopic that he never made it's his, his, like most infamous movie he never made and is at- the star
1: going to be on his knees the whole time <laughs> i was gonna say
0: <laughs> but his
2: bringing leguizamo back but <laughs> yes. but boz
0: lerman was supposed to be adapting it for a miniseries produced by spielberg Ooh. but i it's still it's never i just i don't know what happened to that um and like I said, he spent the last year shooting the Elvis movie, which is relevant. That's where Tom Hanks got COVID, was shooting that movie. But um, yeah, we're off track. Let's talk about that ending. Yeah, wow, what a fucking bummer, guys. <laughs> yeah, that
2: was uh, that was not a, not a feel-good
0: ending. But it's also so great up until... Like, the Come What May melody, we're coming together. It's like a perfect ending mm-hmm. up to that moment. And I'm sure it's sad, but it's great. For
2: that kind of movie where you know it's going to end on like a super... Dour note, like they did that pretty
0: well. And I think it mostly works with all the like twisting of, like they go through such hoops to like, m- like why we should buy into like there's like five opportunities for you to bail on the idea that you would believe that you and McGregor would walk out on her or yeah. To and and you know it's a little bit much that he does the you know like I'm paid my whole and walks off. Yeah, on but but it works for the play. It works for the moment, and I'm not gonna complain about it.
1: Yeah, I feel like any time there's details like that, um, like the pay my whore thing, it's just like all the stories coming together. They do so so nicely. It's mm-hmm. just like within the play, yeah, and yeah, the it's just perfect. Story, that it's like <laughs> yeah. any details that I'm like mm, maybe not. Yeah. I'm just and nah, I'll brush them aside. I'll go for it. <laughs> it's like I feel like when I first saw it, I probably hated the ending just because she dies. But no, it works for me now. <laughs> it's like.
0: Let's face it.
2: We're cynical.
1: <laughs> Happy endings are dumb. No. <laughs> All
0: right. Performance prize. I mean, I have to give it to Kidman just for the scene I reference as my favorite scene, I think. But yeah. but Jim Broadbent is really <laughs> fucking good in this movie, too. And he won an Oscar this year for a different movie. And it's just like, how is that? How did they not nominate this movie? <laughs> but maybe him being really good. It's, it was probably one of those things where he's a guy that was due. I've never seen the movie he won for, which is called Iris. Uh, but he had that feather in his cap, and he had this, and you kind of win for the year kind of thing. They, like Alicia Vikander, like she got nominated for which one was she in? The Danish Girl. Yeah, yeah. But everyone's like, well, she probably should have won for Ex Machina that year. But <laughs> yeah, uh, yes. But she gets I mean, credit. Actually,
2: I haven't seen The Danish Girl, so I can't. Stand I, I haven't mean, either. She's good but in Ex it. Ex Machina is like, so good.
0: She's good in it in Danish Girl. Uh, but in Ex Machina she's excellent and Yeah, it's Ex like, Machina
2: is like one of the best movies ever made. Like and she's so good.
0: It sounds like broadband probably won for a, a stellar year all around, so. Um but um you could go down the line, like um I think Richard Roxborough is also insanely great as this like doofus creep that you can totally believe he's this <laughs> yeah. giant villain at the end too you know um he walks yeah, that line it perfectly
2: It's also, it's his second best uh villain role his first oh, here, being here's a van Dracula helsing reference yeah. and van helsing
0: yeah <laughs> oh, god <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, I
1: think if I had to pick someone I'd have to give it to Nicole Kidman just because she what broke a couple ribs mm-hmm. and like yeah. hurt her knee, knee I think during rehearsals. I drop so like, I, didn't, I wish me. I had Jeez. I wish I had remembered this before I watched the movie because like <laughs> there's some scenes that are shot like from chest up or something yeah. because she's in a wheelchair and stuff. It's like <sighs> I wish I had known that watching the movie.
0: Yeah, she but. she actually they um she she was cast and they shot a a couple weeks, I think, of Panic Room, mm-hmm. and she couldn't do it. She was still too injured from this movie. And then they shut down and recast with Jodie Foster. Um,
1: yeah, but honestly, like I mean, I say I can't give it to her, but I'd also give it to you, McGregor. I mean, he's just so great. Watching him, him he has—he's just so charming mm-hmm. and innocent-looking half the time, and just I just love him so much. And this, just watching this movie in comparison to movies like I don't know Les Mis or mm-hmm. Mama Mia, you're like, this is why you hire actors. There are some out there who can sing. Let's hire them for these movies.
2: <laughs> just, and I, I just want to throw this out there. I, I swear to God not joking i'd give it to john leguizamo like i think he's so god it's like he's really no no like he's really he's the funniest character in this movie but then he also it's not like
1: it's his fault the character he's playing
2: well yeah but it's like he's he's really funny like he he Mm had like he's just silly but then he also is like this character like who has like this depth to him like the
0: the the scene where
2: he's talking to mcgregor and he's kind of like you know i you know it's like you know i love is something i have been searching for for my whole life it's like god man what a sad guy but then he also mm-hmm. has like my favorite my favorite line or bit in the entire movie is when he convinces kidman to start singing cuz he says the um he gives her the prompt from the the song uh
0: yeah he yelled, oh, the true the, love yeah at the end where
2: the he's end. dangling as yeah. a magical yeah. siren in the sky Yeah, again. and it's great um yeah that whole
1: scene's it, great too
2: it really and it's is like and, I, and again it's not like Kidman or McGregor are bad or less than great it's just like I don't know like he just kind of like, like all kind of comes out of nowhere and it's just like incredible every time he's doing anything
0: I feel like McGregor was unfairly overlooked in this movie too like Oh. He's, he's great yeah i mean he, I, I mean, mean he's
2: I he's great in anything i think
0: there is a wide swath of young well anybody of the generation that grew up with this movie i think loves and appreciates Hugh mcgregor like uh mm-hmm. a lot of thirst for him from this movie going forward i think but <laughs> yeah but at the, at the time like he was he was kind of like the guy left out How? like there's all the praise for broadband and kidman and stuff but this he didn't what? he did not this
2: was 2000 2001 yeah right when we, did he do shit what's the the druggy movie train spotting was that. before this yeah okay and it's like that's like because to me that's like that's the same uh, roughly around the same time and i'm like those are two very different roles and he just nails both of them
0: yeah train spotting's like 96 so it's actually like five years before this where um, wow i yeah. thought
2: it was like 98 okay mm-hmm
0: when
1: i was watching this movie and not to say that i mean she's i think she was younger than i am now was just like watching this movie i think nicole kidman was like 32 maybe when Mm -hmm. this was filmed and i was kind of just shocked by that because you'd expect a movie like this they would want to go for like some hot new actress or something you know
2: early 20s at
1: at most
2: yeah
0: let me tell you plenty hot but in all
1: fairness nicole kidman (laughs) she does not age (laughs) nope Like, this movie, I think this is one of the movies, I can't remember what other movies I, like, went on to watch after
2: this, but I feel like I got a little obsessed with Nicole
1: Kidman after I saw this movie for the first time. I, feel,
2: I, I would assume a lot of people got a little obsessed with Nicole <laughs> Yeah.
0: I mean, this is right in her, like, height of power. I mean, she won the Oscar mm-hmm. the next year for The the Hours. Um, she could have, should have maybe won it for this. Who did win? Uh, this Rio? was the Holly Berry year, actually. Oh, okay. Which I can't speak to. I have not seen uh, Monsters Ball. Her, her next
2: movie was The Others? God. Oh yeah, The Others. So well, she, she did Eyes Wide Shut before This house is ours. Yeah.
0: I mean, she was big before this. To is- Die, Have you ever seen To Die For? Really good movie. Um, She was in Batman Forever. You know, Man she had Forever. already... <gasps> days of Thunder. Okay,
1: maybe Batman Forever was the one that made me obsessed with her in our minds. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You might not want to share that information. <laughs> Whatever. She could show me all the Rorschach
1: tests she wants to. Like... <laughs> <laughs>
0: But like three of her best performances are in this run of like, um, you know, Eyes Wide Shut, Moulin Rouge, The Hours.
2: And you're gonna you're gonna hate me for saying this, Zach, but I started up Stoker and I didn't finish it before the rental ran out. So.
0: Wait. So you oh can't finish the movie.
2: I have to rent it again. <laughs> we need another reason. We need John here. Wasn't
1: she in Paddington?
0: Yeah. yeah. Wait, was so, she? John hasn't seen yeah. the Paddington movies.
1: Oh I no, he was the one who was telling us to watch them. No, all he does is like, talk about friends. them. No, I don't Zach think he's was telling us to watch them. I thought he watched them because his friend was obsessed with them or something.
0: I don't think John's seen the Paddington movies. Who Again, knows. I think
2: I think like Nicole Kidman, a lot of people are obsessed with Paddington. Like <laughs> apparently it's they're good movies yeah
0: they're great Paddington too incredible things. any favorite lines
1: honestly i did not write any this is like one of the only movies i think i've never written a line down <laughs> for
0: i love john Leguizamo when he is te- at, at the rehearsal and he's like telling the truth and he they like he's like you are beautiful and he's like you are ugly and then he goes to <laughs> yeah. roxborough and they like all will stop him from saying something horrible to him i think that that's the best like uh laugh line I think in the movie.
2: I still I still think his delivery of the the greatest thing you'll ever learn is just to love and be loved in return is that's that was that was my bit.
1: I feel like so many of the lines in this movie though are like just pulled from songs and it's hard yeah. to be like i love that one because like i've heard it a billion times before
2: i will say the first time the first time they say like a virgin i'm like oh no but i'm also giggling because i know where it's going yeah but uh yeah that was that was good
1: that was another fun scene though just with the background dancers
0: mm-hmm. but wise
2: but why didn't they tell satine she was dying because that's super fucked up yo yeah. like was
0: oh, telling her all. i mean he At, does he yeah. does he like does yeah later. he tells her like when
2: she's like trying to <laughs> the run day away of death. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucked up yeah no i think
1: my one of my butt whys was wait but why is this happening all again it's like why did he sign over the deed to the moulin rouge what was the point of this well, to make sure she actually
2: married yeah. him, I guess. Yeah,
1: it was like I don't know. It just seems so weird because it's like the Moulin Rouge was doing really well. Yeah, you know, it was, packed like it was full packed. of patrons, yeah. I mean, so it, it wasn't like it he weird. needed the money. <laughs> so I was That's- like, just ha- like halfway through the movie, I was trying to, or further into it, I was trying to remember why they were doing this in the first place because it seems weird to me considering how. Selfish Ziedler can be mm-hmm. with the like with Nicole Kidman's character. It didn't make sense to me that he would be doing all of this just to help her become a star and leave the Moulin Rouge. So yeah, I don't felt, understand why this is happening.
2: It felt like a very because movie kind of thing.
1: Yeah, you know?
0: somebody should have written down every pet name he has for Nicole Kidman. I think he calls her a yeah. different one every time he.
1: I heard duckling. I don't remember Gosling. The other duck, oh Duckling. Yeah,
0: I think those might might have been both. He they might call... have done
1: both. <laughs> My other but why was um, the. I don't remember what her name was, if they even ever gave her one in the movie, but the dancer who um, did did the Roxanne dance when she was whispering into the Duke's ear about like to show that Nicole Kidman's character or Christian and um, Satine were in love. I don't understand why she would do that because like (laughs) her job's on the line. Maybe she she doesn't know that and she's just super like jealous, but still, it's a very odd choice. Yeah, it's another very because movie kind of thing that
0: yeah. just doesn't. But you also, that yeah. also leads to the amazing moment when Ewan McGregor yells out,
2: because she doesn't love you. Yeah.
0: It's like,
2: that, that was good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like that was a pretty good McGregor right there. Um, okay. Um,
1: <laughs> Hello there. Um, He's a little more Scottish in it.
0: Hot takes? Any hot takes?
1: Uh, My hot take was Ziedler is actually the biggest villain of this movie, largely because of what uh, Ben just mentioned (laughs) about not telling her that she's dying. um, It's from a place of love, yeah, but still, no, he, it's like he didn't want to lose the Moulin Rouge, and then <laughs> there was a part in the final scene where they're doing the mo- and like there is a gun on the stage and John Leguizamo falls down and is like trying to tell Christian that he's about to be shot, and Ziedler tells him to shut up, because it's like ruining the scene. <laughs> it's like, you're about to have a die- or a guy get shot on stage. This is not the time to worry about the performance.
0: Yeah, if if, if yeah. um, if, uh, Satine would have gone to the northern coast of France and got some cold sea air. She <laughs> yeah. might have survived. Um, I guess that's true.
2: Yeah. It's... Yeah, my, I mean, I guess my hot take would be just that my my favorite member of the cast is John Leguizamo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, again,
1: he's not bad for what he's asked to do. It's just, it's very, especially because they did hire people. Yeah. Like what, I forgot what is the PC term these days? Just little people. I think it's isn't dwarf PC. It feels like it's not, <laughs> but I don't
2: know. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna Google this if I if I am. Yeah, we I'm
1: should Google be this terror. before we keep talking about it. But like, I mean, there were plenty of people of a certain stature <laughs> who were hired for this film. So it's like, why not hire someone for that role? Yeah. Because I think at some point, in addition to him walking around on his knees, it's I think I read that there was also an actor that um, was of that size that they used and kind of just maybe morphed his face over or something. I don't know. So it's like, just hire someone. <laughs> I'm sure there are plenty of actors who could do it.
0: Person of short stature or little person. Some except dwarf.
2: Okay, so okay.
0: we were, we were you fine. Were, you were in the right ballpark.
2: <laughs> yeah. Fine, ish I, I, If anyone is I mean, offended by that, I mean, we hit all three I of apologize. those terms. So good for us.
0: <laughs> Expert opinions. Any doggos or animals in this film? There's a bird. Um,
1: there was a horse for a moment. Oh, yeah, there yeah. was a bird. Does he? I think, per- I, think keeps I read the that there bird. was supposed to be a scene where, like the. Horse was supposed to be used on like the actual the stage performance but then i guess it got cut so you just see him briefly in the yeah, background I saw him in the
0: background i was like oh I wonder where that horse is going to come back um yeah
1: <laughs> yeah i'm surprised i didn't question that at the time since we never see it later
0: but this definitely feels like you know i wonder if the, ed- the, the frantic frantic editing was an original thought an idea or like as they just like kept chopping this thing down you know it, mm-hmm. it just became part of it um i mean there's in that in the roxanne scene there's like a billion cuts in that scene it's just like the shots last less than a second and you see like every single person's face you know what else was interesting that they the the fact that everybody was bald and in the orchestra pays off when the villain bad guy (laughs) is sneaking through there later he kind of blends (laughs) in
1: Yeah, at one point they went to the piano and there were like three bald guys just yeah. standing there working at it.
0: Everybody in the oh. orchestra was bald. I didn't get it. Um, yeah. E.T. watch? I don't know. Any? No, I don't think there's any. No
1: E.Ts, but I just remembered something for but wise because <laughs> there's a like in the scenes that you love so much um nicole kidman she's put into like her seductive red dress mm-hmm. and then the next and, yeah, scene it's, she's it's not out wearing of it, it immediately yeah and then like later and yeah. when she's singing on top of the elephant she somehow strapped herself back yeah into which is her later that dress. night <laughs> <It's> yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> i mean it was just because you were talking about quick editing yeah. and stuff it reminded me of like just how it's like that doesn't make sense
0: <laughs> no i remember I also noticed that I'm like now she's back in that dress. They made mm-hmm. such a big deal about it. No
1: okay. way she could have like thrown herself around the bed wearing that though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ben, any memes you've ever seen from this movie before him?
2: Not that I know of, no. Okay.
0: Uh, didn't I add a new one? Oh yeah. Who need, uh, the did. book was much better than the movie i don't think this was a book um. so
2: was this was this a musical like a play before the movie or no the, or the
1: no play? but it is
0: so since, it is a musical now since so
2: made the, one, yeah yeah so those are based off this movie okay, yes
0: yeah okay. uh writers
2: because yeah, i would assume sense. it's usually the reverse right yeah often other times.
0: yeah no, there's, but, but then there's you like get weird something like loops Legally there was. Blonde
1: and Mean Girls. And.
0: Hairspray was a movie, then a successful show, and then a movie again. <laughs> uh, who needs awards? Uh, I mentioned the Jim Broadbent thing. I thought that was crazy. Um, this
1: Ewan McGregor being underappreciated. Ewan McGregor like you said.
0: not getting nominated for this. And let me pull this up. I'm not prepared but this i think
1: i saw that it won for costuming which which is is very understandable yeah
0: i think it was nominated for editing costume. i should
1: have just mentioned the costuming thing during this moment what was i thinking Um, (laughs) weird costumes and the changes anyway
0: uh it was nominated for best picture best actress best cinematography best editing best makeup best sound i think those are all correct and proper uh it won for Mm -hmm. costume and art direction also very deserving. And Lerman weirdly not nominated, which seems like like literally insane. Like yeah. you have to have a vision of one person to make this movie, I feel like. I guess they were all mm-hmm. working together. Um, this was a weird year where two of the nominated films for Best Picture did not get Best Director's nominations. What was the other? The the One was In the Bedroom, which was directed oh. by Todd Field and then this did not get it Mm -hmm. um they were replaced by ridley scott for black hawk down which is a great movie and david lynch for mulholland drive i would have definitely slid in uh lerman over (laughs) ridley scott maybe even ron howard even though who was the winner for a beautiful mind but a beautiful mind is a movie that i do like and appreciate i haven't revisited in a long time but um that movie. He's
2: not as good as Gladiator.
0: <laughs> a lot of people have uh are um not as high on that movie. Uh the people um best actor in a supporting role. Uh Ethan Hawk in Training Day. Um, I, I think I ragged on him. We did that for the podcast. So not ragged, but I didn't think he was right for that part. Jim Broadbent won for a different movie, Iris, as I said. Ben Kingsley is incredible and sexy beast, deserved to be here. John Voight, also great And Ali, kinda fine to be there. E- Ethan Hawk got the uh newcomer prize here because broadbent kingsley and voight all well-traveled as well as ian mckellen for gandalf um also deserving uh to be there but still find a way to squeeze it ewan mcgregor i don't think has ever been nominated for an oscar which is a shame um Boo. but yeah in this loss to a beautiful mind for best picture of the nominee
1: maybe it's because of his rat tail for
0: uh the, the, for, the, the
1: didn't the, he have one in star wars he had a pad
0: one in braid. the first in um, the
1: first one yeah I'm oh sorry. that's actually a thing within the lore okay. yeah
0: <laughs> i don't know if it's called Padawan i'm sure i knew Bird. that at yeah, some point but
1: it's
2: just like ugh, that doesn't make it not a rat tip. <laughs> yeah that's um, true
0: moulin rouge was up against in the bedroom a movie i have top knot it is not i have not <laughs> seen but is the director of little children which we talked about recently on the podcast mm-hmm. uh, and i did like that movie uh, lord of the rings fellowship of the ring would have been my winner of these five. Um, a Beautiful Mind, Gosford Park, a great movie if you've never seen it. Uh, Robert Altman, Chamber piece, And uh, Moulin Rouge um, were the five nominated. But, I, I mean, I mean, the fact that Moulin Rouge doesn't win out of a five Oscar field for me is uh, pretty damn impressive to how great a year those nominations kind of were. But 2001 in general, I had to pull this up, Spirited Away, Ben. Uh is was from this uh, year
1: i also love that movie
0: um so lauren loves that movie too thank you um <laughs> so i demand attention amelie i
2: think zach oh, i think zach mentioned me at first just because he knows it's like in my top 30 yeah, um fair point
0: monsters inc Royal Tenenbaums, Ocean's Eleven, Wet Hot American Summer, which we'll be doing on this podcast.
2: Ocean's Eleven,
1: also one of Ben's favorite movies. No, it's not.
0: <laughs> it's one of my favorite movies.
1: It's, it's
2: pretty good.
0: <laughs> Band of Brothers came out this year. That's not a movie, but it's one of the best things ever put on film. Uh, Mulholland Drive, I have ranked. Shrek, Beautiful Mind. Uh, oh, e- Shrek. E2 Mamba, I need Beyond. to go back
2: and rewatch those.
0: AI. Uh, I, I love AI, Spielberg's movie. Uh, Zoolander. Blackhawk Dawn. Down. someone does. The aforementioned Blackhawk Dawn is great uh, as well. Man Who Wasn't There. Z- underrated Zoolander. Coen Brothers. Zoolander's
2: I, always good.
0: I mentioned Zoolander. Um, I
2: know. No, I know. I was just jumping off that
0: uh so brother of the wolf a movie that just got announced for american blu-ray i'm very excited to rewatch that movie i love that one when that came out ben you ever see i want to
2: watch it it's like no it's like it's one i've heard about and i want to watch it but it's like you can't stream it anywhere
0: yeah i'm so. buying the blu-ray never, in july I you can borrow it lauren had you seen brother of the wolf
1: i don't think i know what that is hmm.
0: it's like a french martial arts movie <laughs> with,
1: oh, I've always, with i've always i've wanted to see it. like just werewolves
0: it. and shit um, yeah, i need to see that fun movie vincent cassell's in it um yeah 2001 was a pretty pretty good year for movies actually guys uh okay mm-hmm. uh upgradables Is it
2: bad that like of all the things you just mentioned i was like i need to go back and rewatch shrek <laughs> like that's that's the one that's way into my mind
0: um I, I don't like I feel are these guys the best like musical of like the modern musical Revival I think this is like the best little combo we've had uh the Chicago yeah. Chicago's the next year and if you're counting the duo of zeta Joe. I
1: liked Chicago yeah Chicago oh fun.
0: Chicago's great and it's I angle I think,
1: quite a jam I think those oh, uh yeah
0: the top three in that movie are all really great
1: mm-hmm. john c Riley. i think too. renee zellweger was she was one of the people mentioned that could have been in this one but
0: I uh, yeah i think kidman pulls this off but i yeah i, 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 I think I yeah. Mean, I Zellweger is great in. and can be can make have a great sense of humor uh mm-hmm. like make fun of her she was nominated for bridget jones diary a really good movie um this year uh, along kidman with kidman and um I mean, she could definitely play the humor, but at the same time, I don't know, there's just something about Kidman's like tall and long and like, but seeing her be silly (laughs) is like extra exaggerated. And and it's
2: that same kind of like, (laughs) like, and I'm not, I'm not trying to say one of them is more attractive than the other, but I like Kidman is more like a conventional beauty, Mm -hmm. I guess if that's so, and I think that works for this role. Yeah not, yeah, not love- trying to harp on zellweger she's no. she's very
1: pretty too do you have any just, notes plus, on- like i mean what um bridget jones's diary she's known for being a more conventional slash normal oh, yeah. sized character yeah. so it would have been not the healthiest probably for her to film both of these things around <laughs> the same time it's crazy watching with a,
0: it's crazy looking at that movie and like renee zellweger is quote-unquote fat in it it's just yeah. like no Guys, come on. <laughs> she looks. No, I think
2: my favorite. Well, it's, um, it's the same as like all the, you know, the rom coms where it's like, oh, it's the ugly, pretty yeah. girl. And she took off her glasses yeah. and <laughs> put her hair down. Oh my God, she's gone now. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> no. Was it, did, did, um, did you see any casting rumors for Christian or Well, there... uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: One of them was Hugh Jackman, which is not surprising in the slightest. Um, mm-hmm. But I think Heath Ledger was also one in one of the trivia things, was talking about how he was so upset that he didn't, like, get this role that uh i guess later boz lerman had wanted him for australia or something mm. and he definitely was not willing to do that i don't know but um my favorite was that a uh elijah wood really wanted to be christian and i just <laughs> want to know what that movie would have looked like
2: that would have been really funny i feel mm-hmm. like yeah he's like i don't know if he could do like the more serious darker like because he's just kind of a not a goofy guy, but like I a sillier. I
0: think Wood has the dark side in him. Um,
2: he well, he has a darker side for sure. I mean, it's like you yeah, know, Sin, Sin City, uh, Eternal Sunshine, of The Spotless Mind. But I don't think he has like that. It's like his goofy charm and his like, isn't the same kind as. I think he has what, a similar. No, I think Christian. he
0: does have a similar vibe to Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor is has that goofy vibe, but he's also mm-hmm. super and handsome. That- <laughs>
2: Yeah, maybe it's yeah. also like he's the conventionally attractive. Well, because yeah. that's
0: what I was going to say. It's like, yeah. what's the difference? Though this is, this would have been 2000 ish, you and McGregor Hugh Jackman. So this yeah, is probably. Hugh post- Jackman, I could, he's the, of
1: the three I've mentioned, he's the only one that I could really be like, yeah, I could see him in this for
0: sure. sure. But is he almost like, is he too handsome? <laughs> like, I think yeah,
2: what yeah, I, he's I read. Like-
1: super jacked probably i don't think he's too handsome but i also just think ewan mcgregor is super handsome yeah
0: i don't think i don't think you i don't think hugh jackman was huge yet so this would have been between x-men and x2 and he is not super jacked in those x-men yeah but
2: he's okay like well yeah but he's not like skinny no he's pretty buff like he's he's an intimidating Mm -hmm. looking guy in the first x Men. yeah like
1: yeah, I think what I uh, read for Heath Ledger was that he was too young for the role, which okay. was a large reason why they didn't give it to him.
0: Oh man! Yeah,
1: because like just him and Nicole came in together, I guess would have been not what they were going for. Amazing. I don't know. Could
0: he been? He's too. I don't know. He's when too he pretty born. boy.
2: Yeah, but I mean that's what we've said about like Leo for stuff too, and you've, and I mean like I uh, like considering Heath Ledger has done stuff like the Joker, like I feel like he can he can. Dude, he, well, obviously he could dude, could have done different things.
0: He had a Knight's Tale mm. this year. He did that instead. That worked oh, out for him. Knight's Tale remember. broke out. It was his breakout movie.
1: Okay. Nicole, er, Nicole Kidman was born in 67. Heath Ledger. Oh, my God. I cannot spell. Heath Ledger was... 79. 79. So, yeah. Definitely a difference.
2: Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like you have, like... In the i don't reverse. think it would have, have
1: been like uncomfortable though yeah like yeah. you have
2: a bunch of movies like where it's it's the reverse where the man is like 10 15 years older mm-hmm. than, that, than the woman and no one bats an eye why would this be any different if they're both you know young looking attractive stars like i you know i, I think it's pretty
0: well sure documented too that like Heath Ledger hates his career for like the next six years too so maybe that's why he associates being in uh like him not getting this let him down this other like he was successful but he like like, he didn't he he didn't like the stuff he was doing for like the next four or five years from if i remember hearing correctly
1: there was a rumor or not rumor but like courtney love was up for playing sateen oh that would not i was reading this trivia and it's just talking about like i guess just her like nicole kidman getting cast over her made courtney love like just hate nicole kidman even though it's like not her fault. well that that
0: that tracks um, I like Courtney yeah, Love. But- Courtney Love was good in those pair of Milos Forman movies, The Man on the Moon, and uh, she was in the Larry Flint one, The People versus Larry yeah. Flint. She was good in those movies, but... She's not... She. I don't think she could have pulled this off.
1: Yeah, but like the trivia was like, Boz Lerman characterized the difference between the two actresses in Vanity Fair article by saying Courtney is fire and Nicole is ice. This prompted Love to remark that Kidman was a puddle and dedicated the song Miss World, a song about Seth, or a self-loathing beauty queen to Kidman on her 1998 tour with her band Hole. <laughs> Thank goodness.
0: <laughs> was that your favorite trivia too? She just no, weasled. it wasn't. Okay. Uh, to Infinity and Beyond, Lasting Impact. I mean, I think this... I mean, this was a very brief revival of musicals. I would mm-hmm. say, but like, I would say the success of this in Chicago and back-to-back years was the peak for musicals. Uh, yeah. Since and for probably forty years before that, um, it, it's kind of a bummer. I mean, there's been some other fun musicals since this revival, mm-hmm. but it, it, I'm I love a good musical. I wish there was. Um, I wish we had more of them.
1: Same. I'm excited for *In the Heights*. Not really. Oh yeah, but it is a musical coming up.
0: <laughs> no, I think that is. That, I that I think people are hoping that brings back the joy and excitement yes, please. that this. I feel uh,
2: like I feel like people are happy to see musicals when they happen. I mean, like again, mm-hmm. *La La Land* was huge.
0: I mean, *The Greatest Showman* was very successful. It was a terrible movie, yeah. but mm-hmm. it was successful. Uh, yeah, it I, was overrated. Uh,
2: I have not seen it, so I can't argue. But I feel like I would enjoy it.
0: I mean these Mamma Mia is super successful I mean I you know like
1: oh yeah those are a thing yeah like there's not a flooding of musicals but like there's still just thinking about them throughout the years there's plenty to mention Mm
2: -hmm. I don't think they're ever going to be like oversaturated like the superhero market no like well it's never we're never gonna like be without any, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, there's for usually
0: like, one yeah. every cup, two, you know, there's, there's one, there's yeah. probably like three every five years kind of ratio. It feels I mean, like for a but.
2: while there,
1: what Anna Kendrick was in a ton of music, no That's
0: true, pitch perfect. <laughs> yeah. kind yeah, of, I guess it's not a musical, I mean, it is, but it is five years was a musical she could, was in, you could call and then like that. all
1: the like animated movies she does are also musicals, like mm-hmm. the. Trolls movies.
0: It's
1: like, do those count as musicals? Animated films. Some of them. Yeah, I mean they're animated
2: musicals. Like if Mm -hmm. someone if someone's like, "Yo, Aladdin was a musical," I wouldn't be like, "It's not." Yeah, (laughs) Moana,
0: Frozen, (laughs) both they're all musicals. I
2: wouldn't argue that. Hercules. Hercules.
0: (laughs) We get to see a Steven (laughs) Spielberg musical this year, probably. I'm excited for that.
1: A what musical? Steven
0: Spielberg, he's doing West Side Story. Or did it. Oh, that's right. It was supposed to come out last Christmas. Is
1: that the one with the Jets? Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. The the Sharks and the Jets?
0: Yes, I think so.
2: Okay. What? The other group is the Sharks? (laughs) That's a way better name. (laughs) Yeah, I remember as much... uh,
1: I fell asleep watching that movie. I need to watch it again. (laughs) it's
2: long so lauren is obviously excited for this one. no well. i am actually
1: excited for the new one though
0: bonus rounds okay. um okay. lauren favorite random trivia um
1: originally the green fairy was going to be a long-haired muscle man with a giant sitar and ozzy Osbourne was hired to provide the vocals but eventually it was changed to the tinkerbell incarnation played by miley or kylie minogue um but it says but osborne still gave the vo- voice for the fairy's guttural scream when it turns evil
2: so that was a complete failure then because that. what are you been talking so about better. Kylie Minogue is awesome okay but muscle man fairy c- <laughs> come on like come on um, yeah but
1: watch- this was all about seductive women <laughs> no offense Ozzy Osbourne <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Kylie Minogue's video for come into my world directed by Michelle Gondry of eternal sunshine fame look it up it's really good Ch-ch-ch okay uh any other bonus rounds no friends Cran. no friend crans no cliff curtis <laughs> no. cliff curtis if he would have just popped up in this movie that would have that would have fit um right in his <laughs> wheelhouse too busy making training day at the time i guess okay uh one last pitch Lauren.
1: um see it
0: <laughs> you're the worst <laughs> at this one
1: <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting it um like i mean it's a movie it's one of those movies that it's like yeah you need to see this movie do i think it's perfect no has it gone down in my eyes a little bit yes but i it's still great it's like it's awesome it's a staple for the musical genre you should see it uh, if anything I mean, just
2: to stare at Yuma Graver, gregor and nicole kimmon i mean i'm someone who doesn't really care for musicals and i'm like yeah yeah,
1: like, I mean, just the way, like, uh, okay, Real Cell, though, just the way they, like, m- mold or meld all these songs together. Mm-hmm. I wish we should have looked up who actually was responsible for that, because that's a very big part of this movie. Um, but Yeah, just the way, like, I mean, just they, listening they to these songs, obviously, they're very popular songs. So hearing them, you're like, oh, that's that one song in this. But, like, just the way they're all morphed together, it's just done so well you're like oh yeah those are actual songs from pop culture and whatever like a madonna song or you know like
0: it makes them like their own it's it makes Beatles it their own. And,
1: yeah um, very much makes it their own so it, it doesn't feel like just a blatant ripoff slash yeah, like it's like, not like a lazy nudge nudge. cover you know
0: yeah it doesn't feel like hey you know this song right it's just mm-hmm. um in a way that like Across the Universe, another music. I was just gonna work. mention
1: Across the Universe. I, I like that one.
0: I mean it it's well made in that it's like the production value and it looks good, but it there's just not it just doesn't didn't work. Uh didn't work for me. Um next week
1: What is the lead's name in Across the Universe? Jim
0: Sturgis. That's I it. Whenever that's, you were talking about Jim
1: Broadman, I kept thinking of Jim Sturgis. That's I was like that's not part him of at the all. problem.
0: Uh, <laughs> Jim Sturgis has never done it for me. I think the most I've ever liked him is in uh, Cloud oh, but Atlas. What?
1: Evan Rachel Wood's in
0: it. She's fine. <laughs> I like her sometimes. Jim Sturgis, though, I think I have like, an allergic reaction to him. He is terrible in that... Uh, what was that? Oh, 21. That movie was dog shit. Um, what I mean, was... on
1: the whole, though, that movie was good. He
0: was terrible in The Other Bowling Girl. Did not like him in that either. Mm-hmm. He had a real rough stretch there. Across the universe, The Other Bowling, 21... Uh, three three straight movies I thought were bad. He started. Um, some people like that one day movie he was in with Anne Hathaway.
1: I saw that. I don't remember it well though. I just remember it was depressing.
0: Yeah. Next week we are doing another flashback as we bide our time to our next new release, which is Mortal Kombat. The new theme song. Woo! The new oh, theme Jesus. song sucks, by the way.
2: <laughs> it's fine.
0: They they wait way too long in the drop to Mortal Kombat. Like it's like five I, seconds I don't too late with
2: that but it's like it's it's good it's not a great song i mean again like i'm comparing it to the greatest movie theme <laughs> song of all time yeah of course it's not gonna match up to that like it's just it's it would not be fair
0: we are going to be doing another 2001 flashback, which I mentioned earlier in this podcast because the director of it was nominated for Best Director for this film. And that is 2001's Mulholland Drive, directed by David Lynch. Uh, this is going to be a quote-unquote Zach movie, so oh, no. um, <laughs> can't wait to hear what How these guys have it? to say about this. huh? Yeah, is it is three it... hours? Oh, I, don't, I don't know if it's three hours.
1: Oh no! <laughs>
0: no, I don't think it's three hours.
1: Yeah, but like two fifty. Then what is it? Uh,
0: two twenty-seven. <sighs> oh. Um.
1: Can I be sick that week? No. This <laughs> my, is a movie. That... My um, what my frizz ultimate frisbee practice <laughs> is going to be moved to that day. I can't be here.
0: <laughs> the first time I saw it, again, there's there's always been a lot of hype for this. The first time I saw it, it was. I was like, what the fuck was this? The second time I saw it, I really got on its wavelength and like really I like I was like, oh, this movie's amazing. But since then I've digested all of David uh, Lynch's Twin Peaks and seen a lot more of his stuff. So I'll be I'm intrigued to circle back to this movie have being a little bit more on Lynch's wavelength, which can be quite out there. Um yeah, but um, this movie is If and like the, they do like the best movies, like the sight and sound poll and stuff like that. Um, best movies of all time thing. This is the only movie from this century that has consistently shown up in the like top 10. So yeah, we'll see how this crew reacts to it. Um, I, 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 I'm. I I promise I wasn't entirely trying to goad you guys into a reaction to it. I'm genuinely intrigued to see what some people, because this is definitely a little outsider arty um, compared to a lot of our fare that we usually watch on this podcast. So it will be uh, interesting. Um, Don't worry, guys. I I picked Wet Hot American Summer as one of my other movies for us from this three hour. So
2: I haven't seen that. I want to see that. So, yes. Okay, good.
0: You will all for you can forgive me if you hate this. You'll you'll forgive me when you see that. Um. I don't know. I might
2: hate that I, one too. Just I, <laughs> I mean, like on a scale of shit. I'm trying to think of something like I thought was fine that you suggested.
0: I've on been a on a pretty of good streak lately. Okay
2: to eyes wide shut. Where are we going <laughs> to land on
0: this? I have. I honestly have no idea.
2: Where were you for Synecdoche? Well,
0: oh, Ben hated I that. St-
2: I still don't know how I feel about that movie. <laughs> okay.
0: That's an appropriate. It's been that's uh. Years. That I think that movie's having the appropriate effect on you. Then, um,
1: okay, but it was closer to Eyes Wide Shut on your scale, right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Lauren did not like the skin I live in. Oh God! <laughs> but, uh, I was just looking. at I would my pr- other appreciate
1: being able to go as many days as possible not thinking about that movie. <laughs> Thank you very
2: much. <laughs> That's going to be our new, like, thing we put into the chat instead of E.T.'s. No. (laughs) Um,
0: But yeah, Uh, David Lynch's Mulholland Drive. Uh, Check it out if you haven't seen it. That is our next movie, followed by Mortal Kombat. (laughs) (laughs) Until then, I'm Zach Oldenburg. Find us, or find me wherever you can find, at Zach Oldenburg. Find us at middleofrow.com, at middleofrow on Twitter at middle of the row on patreon rate and review the podcast apparently it does stuff
2: i'm ben gregsby you can find me on twitter and letterboxd at the gregsby bear oh you can also find me on twitch at the gregsby bear i don't have anything on it but you, can, you can follow me uh and you can follow all of us on facebook at middle of the row
1: anyway i'm lauren highball you can find me on twitter at bigore of trees and you can find us on tumblr at middle of row.tumblr.com
0: thanks for listening go watch mulholland drive and remember the best seats are in the middle of the row my
2: gift is my song. and this one's for you and you can tell everybody that this is your song It and maybe I hope you don't mind, I hope you don't mind, that I put down in words.